0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Nerd to the Third, episode 19, your stop for video games, movies, and everything nerd culture. Today, we're bringing you the power of three with your host, Nick, Nate, and this bag. Welcome,
1: Crinkle Cut. Welcome to the show. Stay over there. Shut up. It was either that <laughs> or the back scratcher. I really was wondering what it was going to be. Back scratcher. Back, back scratcher. scratcher.
0: Um, so anyways, let's start off with some grinding. Make sure to go to TX3 Productions on Twitter. And that's how you can follow us, have some conversations with us, or even DM us. Or x 3 Productions on Um, on YouTube. Make sure to check that out where you can see the video version of this and the video version is the raw uncut with some bonus materials. So if you're interested in that, you can go to the YouTube on ThreatX3 Productions and then if you just add at Gmail to the end of that ThreatX3 Productions at Gmail and that's our email so you can contact us that way as well. Um... (laughs) <laughs> I, guess that, I guess that's it. You know, that's, that's it. What else do you want from us? What do you I want tr- from us? I was trying to have
1: a gag where I just <laughs> had vape coming out like as slow as possible and it just hurt so bad. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke
0: and it backfired spectacularly. Spectacularly. <coughs> All right. So let's get right into it with, you want to know what pushes my buttons?
1: Pushes your buttons, Nick.
0: Um, PUBG. <laughs> 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 Enough <laughs> said. All right, what moving on. <laughs> Um, so actually, you brought this to my attention, so why don't you get the setup for it?
1: So, yeah, uh, PUBG is back in the news, probably in a way that they don't want to be um, in the with... best possible way ever. In the best possible way ever. With their new report, of you remember you guys hearing about how um, PUBG was part- partnering with Warner Brothers to do Suicide Squad skins? Yeah, well, they came out, and you can get a Harley skin from Suicide Squad and a Joker one for a combined $45. Wee! $15 more than how much the game actually costs. Yay! Yay! Which, in comparison, Fortnite just released their NFL skin packs. Oh, okay. Which you can also customize. You can customize... Um, Interesting. Either, I think it's the name and the number on the jerseys. Oh, really? But uh, I actually, I probably should have looked up how much that was. But I probably um, should. But yeah, no, these skins that are $45 for both of them are just
0: skins with nothing else. Like, All that's right. that's it. So why don't you look that up while I give my hot take on that. Everybody, get ready for the hot take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good one alright so I mean uh, in all honesty Fortnite doing something like this it'd be like oh okay that's par for course but PUBG doing something like this is just like really really we're talking about also the same people who also has like keys in their game I mean this is the type of things you expect from a free-to-play game, but instead you're, you've are you already paid for it and you've already suffered through a lot of the crap that you have to suffer through on a PUBG server. Now, granted, things have gotten way better, way better, but there are still things that persist nowadays that should have been fixed months ago, especially since they've been making gangbusters as far as sales and as far as just Everywhere left and right, because, I mean, obviously, you know, year and a half ago, one article after another about how they're breaking records here and there, and now they have the best records of total sales. Now they have the best records of people playing at once. And all these people, I mean, other other than a certain percentage that obviously pirated it, pirated it, other than that percentage, they're making a ton of money off of... Being independent. So it's it's not necessarily like like a Fortnite or like a Call of Duty, for instance, where, you know, they have so many back pockets that they need to go through because like Call of Duty can do gangbusters and they can do five hundred dollars or five hundred million dollars and it's still not be enough for Activision. Whereas, like, PUBG, they don't have as many people. I mean, obviously, they still have, like, Tencent and stuff like that to answer to. But my point is that since they're independent and not, like, a mainstay person, they get more of the money to start putting towards their crap. But wouldn't you so, say Epic
1: is the same? What? Wouldn't you say Epic is the Because uh, uh, Tencent owns Epic as well.
0: Oh. You yeah. know, that's a background thing I did not know about. Epic Epic
1: yeah so they're they're both the same, but it's just funny how both differ like between epic and blue hole yeah you know mm-hmm. so like <laughs> it just it doesn't make any any kind of sense whatsoever so update on what you know what what i was looking up the if i can figure out where it went so n f l the n f l skins mm-hmm. um the n f l skins i'm i'm reading this from um sporting news the NFL skins will be epic tier, which means they will cost 1500 V-bucks in the Battle Royale item shop. There are also referee skins that are 800 and you can also buy, which is actually kind of cool, a uh a goal post uh pickaxe for 800 V-bucks as well. Okay, nice. The only difference is you will. as so it says, you will only need, you will only need to purchase one NFL skin from the item shop and you are then able to swap between any of the 32
0: teams you want to use. You can also so cu- you get thirty two skins for fifteen dollars. Y- get y-
1: twelve, I think, actually, because if you buy a thousand V bucks, that's ten bucks.
0: Yeah. So. Well, yeah. So it's 15 yeah. So, fi- dollars. so fifteen dollars. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but uh, you're thinking too hard. Stop you can that. also <laughs> customize the jersey numbers to match your favorite football star. There will be three male and three female skins to choose from. So yeah, you can buy for the same price, actually cheaper than you can buy one Suicide Squad skin. You will also be able to swap between any of the 32 football teams that they have on the roster. Wow. So for the same T- price as buying both the Harley and the Joker skins, you can buy a referee skin, one or two different skins for the for the jerseys. Um, you can buy... The goalpost pickaxe. You could buy the first down pickaxe.
0: Nice. And,
1: like, for for even less than you would for those two skins. Oh, my God.
0: I mean, talk about the difference between, like, just night and day. Epic, like, Fortnite is showing, like, why they're winning. Dominating. I'm sorry. Like... If you're a PUBG fan, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. In fact, I will be one of the people who say I don't think Fortnite is as big of a deal as it is. However, I will also not sit here and talk about how Fortnite doesn't deserve what it's getting. And what it is getting, it makes perfect sense. It's a free game. You know, and I will I will definitely be one of the first cuz on one of our it was like our second or third episode of Once in a Fortnite where we talked about how the skins themselves are too expensive. I will be one of the people who say that. $15 for an epic level skin is just like way too much. And what I actually did back then is I looked at the same company made by Epic. So I looked at like Paragon and their Epic levels were only like $10. They had every once in a while, they had one that was $15, but a lot of their Epic level stuff was actually only $10. So it's the same company overcharging from one game to the next or whatever. And so, I mean, i ah, my, I just. Here's the, here's the it, thing. It boggles the mind. It boggles the mind. Go ahead. Well, here's, here's the
1: thing, too. I'm not a big football fan. I never have been. Definitely. Whatever. Yeah, me too. But I'm watching on the same page. There's a clip from Ninja using, um, I think it's a, I think that's a dolphin skin. Dolphin skin. Yeah. And it what looks cool. What color is it? It's blue. It's white and blue.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It looks super cool. Like, it's just interesting to see NFL mm-hmm. jerseys and someone wearing just complete NFL football gear yeah. in Fortnite. It actually looks kind of cool. Whereas the Harley one, Now, the, I will say the Harley one does look really cool. It looks almost one for one. Uh, Margot Robbie's and Suicide Squad, but the Joker one looks like a busted ass cosplay. Like oh, legit, really? the Joker one does look like. A, I'll I'll, find, I'll send you a picture. No, well, yes, it, please it send me like a picture. Because
0: I even looked. To, I even went to the official like PUBG, and I, I don't even okay. think they officially announced it on there because I couldn't even find that. Sh- so, anyways, yeah. I mean, I cannot believe this, and this really does push my buttons because we're talking about a game that. Is not free to play. And that is the main difference. Now, we could go to another game, Rocket League, super popular gate, and it also has keys and boxes and stuff like that. And but then when they come out with skins, how much are their skins? Have you played Rocket League a lot? I wanna say they're like I wanna say they're ten bucks. What? I wanna say they're something like ten bucks. I want if I remember right what I paid for my back to the future car so obviously things could have been you know I mean that was year 1 so this is year whatever things could have changed but what I remember paying for my back to the future was 199 what I paid for my um uh Donna Justice Batmobile was 299 or something like so maybe it was 299 and 299 honestly I honestly I can't remember because it was so long ago but that's that's what they, I mean, two ninety nine for a car because all you're doing is looking at it. That's yeah. all you're doing. Nothing is special about it. It's not like, okay, for instance, it's not like the Save the World where usually when they give you a new character and it has a new skin, it might also have different abilities. And so you're buying it for the skin, obviously, but you're also buying it more for like, because it actually does something yeah. in in Fortnite Battle Royale. It is literally just a skin. It is literally just what you look like. Whereas in like, let's say the, the werewolf, there's a werewolf in Battle Royale and there's a werewolf in Save the World. Well, the werewolf in Save the World is like a ninja. So it has different abilities compared to other ninjas. Now all the other ones might have similar ones, but they always try to make them different so that it doesn't just feel like literally a re skin, even though that's what it is.
1: Yeah. So for anyone that's watching the YouTube I am showing right now, oh wow, the images of the yeah. Jokey,
0: the Joker, and Harley skin. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, that looks like Marco Robbie, at least like a better version of Marco Robbie. Whereas that like the paint doesn't even oh my god the paint doesn't even go all over his face. Nope, nope. He is white just over his eyes, just over his nose and maybe a little bit on the lips. It's Other than it, like, that yeah, he's,
1: the chin to cheeks to forehead it's 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 pale a circle. Collection. It's yeah. a
0: freaking circle. Not only that his lips aren't like red. I feel like that's a staple of Joker where he has like really red lips. I don't know you if know. he did
1: in suicide. I mean, I was too distracted by the face tattoos to even notice.
0: Honestly, I think what might have made it better, not, you know, not acceptable, but what might have made it better is if you could have the um, tuxedo and shirtless version of Joker. You got that and you got to switch between them. Because, like, the so shirtless yes, Joker, I mean, if you're buying this skin, it's probably because you actually like Joker, because otherwise, why the f would you buy it? Honestly. Um, the Joker, the
1: shirtless one, would be so much more badass to come across.
0: Exactly, game-game. because he has all the tattoos and whatnot. And so, whether or not you agree with that, it still would look badass in the game.
1: It's just, it's just, it really is so interesting to see PUBG just completely, like, fucking up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, and I actually think that they're going to go free to play soon. I think I heard that. Um, that they may... Or they're giving it away for free. It's something. It's something
0: like that. Yeah, maybe you'll get it with your games with gold. Oh, there.
1: oh, it is... Uh, no, it's going to be on Game Pass. Xbox oh, Game Pass. They're, yeah, so it's going to be on Game
0: Pass. Pretty much free. I mean, it's just the same as like Netflix being free.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, free.
1: Yeah. Dr. Evil. Free.
0: We're going to give it away for free. I want a shark with freaking laser beams.
1: (laughs) These skins are going to be one million in-game dollars.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that is what pushes our buttons. Let us know, do you play PUBG? If you do, what is your specific reaction to this? We would love to hear it in the comments down below, or you can get to hold of us in any of the other Ways. Um, Moving on up to uh, X3 Reacts. All right. So, X3 Reacts, what we're actually going to be talking about today is the new Mowgli trailer that just recently came out. Mowgli, Mowgli, Um, Mowgli. First off, what did you think about it?
1: So, I. didn't see the trailer until before we started I just recording. just
0: got the reference you were trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mowgli, um, mowgli, mowgli. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so I didn't actually see the, the trailer in full until we, until before we started recording. The video right. I did see was, um, I think it was something sponsored from Facebook, but it was Andy Serkis talking about his choices for who he cast and, and their
0: performances. Wait, and is Andy Serkis the f***ing director? Yeah. I guess I didn't see that. I don't know why, but I did not see that in so, the trailer. So one thing now that I guess now that I've said it,
1: one of the things that gives it away is how detailed everyone's motion cap, all the animals motion captured faces are Yeah.
0: because yeah, that's
1: okay. what his company is like leading, bleeding edge technology is, right, is, is the motion capture. But so after seeing the trailer, I was like, I had, I had multiple thoughts, so I'm going to break them down. Break it down. First of all, it looked fantastic. It looked amazing. Um, yeah. I didn't see Jungle Book 2016. Okay. But I feel like this will inherently be a better movie. Mm. For multiple reasons. One of which is I trust and I I really loved everything that Andy Circus has done. Um, especially, you know, the new Planet of the Apes trilogy. I know he didn't direct true, those, true. but he had a large hand in the creation of them. Definitely. Um, my other thought was... Watching the trailer, watching the trailer immediately got a them trying to make a statement. Okay. Of of being uh, of something along the lines of deforestation or like humans against animals.
0: Mm, okay, okay.
1: But while watching it, the same thought came across my mind of. I'm okay with this movie trying to give me the statement because I feel like it's going to be very genuine and I feel like they're going to actually have a interesting thing to talk about or an interesting point to bring up.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and that again, goes back to the trust I have in Andy circus primarily with the pl- the planet, although I haven't seen war and I, I've, I've been dying to see it.
0: The freak hell from
1: was. rise to, um, <clears throat> Dawn, thank you. From Rise to Dawn, I was like, I remember watching Rise. I was like, oh, that was good. That was a really good plan of the apes. And Dawn came out. I'm out of the movie theater. I'm like, that was f***ing fantastic. Absolutely. (laughs) And so I feel like this is going. But the coolest thing about all of this is it's a Netflix movie. This isn't coming to theater so far as I know in the
0: U.S., Right, and it's that was Netflix one point movie. of contention that I had, like, because I could have swore I saw that it was. So I don't know if, like, the trailer I happened to watch was, like, the Titan trailer. Well, the t- you can find a Titans trailer that is Netflix, but it's only Netflix in other countries, correct?
1: Yeah, because I think that they can't um, – there probably was some distribution issues with DC's um, yeah, service in other services. countries. Yeah, well,
0: Uh, i don't understand Um, yeah but i mean it it doesn't yeah it doesn't make any doesn't make any sense or i mean it i mean it does make sense but it's like it definitely like caught me caught me off guard that's for sure because it was just like i didn't expect something of this caliber um yeah i don't i don't know like to come um, to netflix <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, I always say this, every single time we're talking about Netflix movies, I always be like, oh, it's good for a Netflix movie, and I really never mean that in, in a mean way, but then this might be one of the first, other than Bright, which I will defend to the death, Bright was a freaking awesome movie, but other than Bright, like, this is one of the very legit, like, blockbuster movies of Netflix. They're also this is no... This Go. is no, this is how it ends.
1: <laughs> they also have another one with Chris Pine that I think is out the now or coming Pan. out. The what? Outlaw King. <clears throat> yeah, it's and available now.
0: Outlaw King? What the hell are you talking about?
1: It's a movie with Chris Pine. It says, in 14th century <gasps> Scotland, Robert the oh, Bruce yeah. claims the crown and leads a fierce uprising to win back the country's independence from English rule. I mean, this movie looks like um, like Troy or looks like these- nice. Nice. movies that have come out in the past that have these big budgets so right. I I think I, I we've we've joked at least through this past year about how good for a Netflix movie I think at the towards the end of this year and going forward from now on that statement probably is not going to matter anymore like I think Hopefully. Netflix is really I, pushing the
0: envelope I really freaking hope so because obviously there's always gonna be the stinkers I mean just like if you were pick something up at a red box there's gonna be stinkers but like I do I do enjoy the movies. I mean, so far, so far, all the Netflix originals I've watched, I've enjoyed, you know, was it always the best, you know, like the package? It was a funny little movie, but was it the best like raunchy comedy? No, not really. It wasn't, but it was fucking funny. I mean, it was. It definitely was. And I'm not trying to, you know, have like Netflix be its dark mark. But that's also my point is that I don't want Netflix to be the dark mark. I don't want somebody to just be like, oh, it's just quote unquote a Netflix movie. It's, we like, want it's Netflix. still worth your time.
1: Yeah, we want Netflix to have that moment at the Golden Globes. Or right, and the, the other
0: thing is also that I feel like because it's a Netflix movie. It can also have unfair advantages. Like, Bright is obviously one of the biggest things. Like, the critics absolutely tore it apart. Is it a great movie? Is it the best movie of the year? Absolutely not, but it also just didn't it, it didn't deserve the amount of hate. And most people, most people who are just every average Joe you know, watchers, when I saw reviews of it everybody was like, you know, this is alright this is pretty good. I mean, I like this and I like this. There's some complaints here, you know, And but it's just certain critics just absolutely tore it up because it was a Netflix movie. Also, and then some people also so just have this preconceived like, oh, this is a Netflix movie. I'm going to hate it. Yep, I was right. Now,
1: ne- now Bright maybe be in, in a different circumstance because when it came out, um, you, do you know who Max Landis is?
0: Oh, yeah, that's the writer, isn't it? That's the writer. Yeah, but he had his whole, he whole going on. Had, he
1: had the whole kind of Me Too equivalent thing going on where there was an accusation as Bright was coming out. So people were like, don't support this movie because you're supporting someone who sexually assaulted or sexually harassed harass harass someone. So Bright may have had an unfair advantage out of the gate true, and then it true. just kind of went and it just kind of snowballed
0: from there. Yeah, good point. Um so back to Mowgli. <laughs> back
1: to Mowgli, yes.
0: Back to Mowgli. I mean it does look like a really good uh really good version of the jungle book. But then obviously the biggest question I have is like how many of these can we get? Uh, one of my main things I'm going to bring up is I'm going to bring up all the main Jungle Books, and these aren't like the straight to DVD versions. These are the ones that at least made a a trip to the uh, to the theatrical. They were theatrical releases. <laughs> okay, so we have 1967, 1994, 1998, 2016, and now this makes 2018. Now. Altogether, there is 12 not including sequels that nobody knows about. So that's including the cartoons that like went straight to DVD. Maybe they're only like 30 minutes long or something like that. So, like, I don't know. You know, I like how many times can we retell this? And I'm like, I'm kind of on your side, Nate, where. Uh, <gasps> I'm on your side as far as like Andy Circus. As soon as you told me that, like, and that that happened live on air, people. As soon as you told me like Andy Circus was a part of it, I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm interested. Before I knew that, it was just like, here's another Jungle Book. <laughs> and even if you look at like the trailer for the Jungle Book, the Disney one, and then this one, Mowgli. What's what's really gonna be different about it? They both are live action, quote unquote, movies with oh. CG characters and big, you know, big names playing all them. You got Bagheera, you got Baloo, you got Shere Khan, you know, you have big names playing all those characters, just like in the Disney version. And I mean, like, what can they do that's interesting that i haven't seen before that i'm gonna give a crap and if what you're saying is oh they have a message behind it all i could say is like okay the other ones didn't
1: (laughs) so they probably did but disney uh, disney has had some exceptions where they uh, and and there's definitely more but one right off the bat of recent memory would probably be toy story 3 for me because i remember going into i was like oh yeah toy story 3 you know we're gonna we're coming back to like you know childhood or whatever and toy story 3 was fucking dark it was so dark yeah and so they disney has had runs of telling an important story in a disney way but still telling a or making a statement in a disney way but still making a statement whereas this one i feel like it's gonna have because I feel like it is going to be different because it's not Disney. Someone Mm -hmm. else's hands. So, they don't have to adhere to making this. Because this one's PG-13. Mowgli's Mm, PG-13.
0: That is a good point.
1: And I think what was 2016? PG or G?
0: Uh, Probably PG, honestly.
1: So... That is probably... Gonna, I, I think that this is going to be a an adult... I don't think it's going to be an adult, but it's going to be a more complex Jungle Book story than even the, the most recent live-action Disney one. Mm, yeah.
0: I guess, you know? I mean, it's... I mean, I hope it does good, and I'm definitely going to watch it, and there's like a 90% I'm going to enjoy it. And... I don't know, like there's a very good chance that I even might enjoy it more than the 2016 version. But it's it it yeah, I don't know. It's just it's so weird. I mean, first off, like I personally um I personally uh relate Jungle Book to the cartoon version. You know, so like when I s like when I saw the Disney version, even though it was Bill Murray singing it. You know, him doing look for the bare necessity, you know, like thinking it was nice. I mean, obviously it wasn't the same. And then <laughs> freaking, freaking, uh, what, what? Not John. What? What? Who's the, uh, what? Who played, who played the monkey? In, am I? in 2016? Yeah. Why am I blanking? Um, James Wood? Not James Wood. What was the monkey's uh, name? Uh, King Louis. Uh, ooh, Louis. Yeah, Christopher Walken. Walken. I don't know why I kept thinking James Woods. Like family guy got in my head. He it got me deep. Whoopy <laughs> Anyways, so Mr. Walken himself and I feel like it fit the character, the the monkey or whatever. It fit, but also it still wasn't like the original, you know. And so there was that part of me. So like this could be different enough for me to separate it from that, but also it's just like, oh, here's Jungle Book without songs. Well, that's
1: another... That's Yeah, that's another thing. King Louis is not on the cast list. It's not on the main <gasps> cast list for Mowgli. Bum, bum,
0: bum. Is it really even a Mowgli story if the, if the Louis isn't going to be in there?
1: So, cor- uh, <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, in the other Jungle Book stories, because it's been years since I watched the, the first cartoon, uh-huh. first Disney cartoon, did Mowgli come back to... To to the humans, his his tribe, like towards the end of the movie.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay, so was the, yeah, was like, that was the main thing that happened at the very end. It's like, oh, you can't stay here anymore, and it's not safe or whatever. So. so,
1: the way that this story looks to be panning out, at least from the trailer, is mm-hmm. that he grew up. You know, he was raised by wolves, mm-hmm. raised by the wild, and then at some point when he reached his age he sees his people and they're like, Oh yeah, that's your people. It's like, you know what? You should go to them. Cause that's your people. And him assimilate, trying to assimilate back into there, but realizing, Hey, I come from both worlds. I need to do something about this. That's the story I got from the trailer. I-
0: yeah, I could see what you, I could see what you mean about that. As far as just just going off of what we saw in the trailer, um, there was definitely more shots of like humans than what I, you know, even just the very original, you know, um, nineteen sixty seven, you know, cartoon or whatever. It definitely does seem like, and if they do kind of focus on that, that would be something to make it separate itself, but it's definitely a question of if that's going to be enough i guess i just hope it's not a bait and switch okay cuz one thing that absolutely pissed me off about did you see the most recent tarzan with like the um, guy from true blood ripped no. as a motherfucker no i wanted no? to but no okay so what i'm talking about bait and switches if you watch the trailer for it um the trailer makes it seem like an origin story. If you watch it, like there's no other way to see it. it looks like Tarzan's origin story. But when you watch the movie, the origin story is flashbacks. The entirety of the movie is actually it happens years, years after he's assimilated himself back into uh uh you know Great Britain Society. with his wife, Jane. And so now something I can't remember because it's, you know, it wasn't that (laughs) remember that wasn't that memorable of a movie to begin with, but something happens where he has to go back. And so then it's it's still kind of a fish out of water story because it's like he's trying to assimilate himself back into the animals to I don't know, you know, but My point is is that that was a huge bait and switch for me because it's like I was expecting one thing and then they just pulled the rug from under me. And it's like, actually, no, this is what the story is about. But because of marketing or whatever, I don't know if the makers of the movie really had that much to say as far as marketing or whatever, but it just seemed like a big slap in the face. And it's like, I don't know, part of... Part of what I enjoyed about it was actually like the flashbacks and getting to see him. So it's like I would have much rather this been the sequel to the movie rather than I see most of it in flashbacks. So it's like, I don't know. But, you know, what if that's what we're going to get here is a bait and switch? Oh, no, this isn't the jungle book, you know, and love. It's been years since he's been back with his tribe and now he's going back into it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. uh uh, but this this definitely has piqued my interest for sure all
0: right so that's what we think about Mowgli. um nate's super excited about it i am too i mean i'm not gonna not watch it it's freaking netflix i mean (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) i mean i still haven't watched the new sabrina yet so oh god yeah
0: i've wanted to
1: which by the way that there's there's an update to that story. Anyone listening? And Nick, do you did you heard probably about how the Satanic Temple was was planning was threatening to sue Netflix and Warner Brothers? What? Okay, yes. So
0: I'll, I can't believe you haven't heard this. Uh, so I don't the, hear most things. The, the Satanic difference.
1: Temple was threatening to sue Netflix and Warner Brothers for um, their depiction of um, Satanists. No, it was a depiction of a specific temple, and I'm gonna, I'm going to find the name of it. Oh, um, but an update is they actually filed the suit. It's a fifty million dollar suit against Jeez. Netflix
0: and Warner Brothers. Damn! So season two will go all to Satan. <laughs> they got to make season two just to pay back for season one.
1: <laughs> Which is actually funny. Oh, okay, here it is. Um, hmm. uh, the Satanic Temple on non theistic religious and political activism group first threatened and then actually filed a lawsuit against Netflix over the statue claiming that the defendants misappropriated the TST Baphomet children in ways implying the monument stands for evil. The lawsuit seeks $150 million in damages.
0: A Satanist group is complaining that they made something too evil. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Like,
1: welcome to 2018 everybody right
0: it'd be like <laughs> germany be like oh no that didn't happen back then yes no
1: <laughs> right no but, but funny enough uh my wife had hadn't been feeling good today and so she that's five o'clock this morning put on the original sabrina the teenage witch because it sounded good and we've been watching that all day like the first season on, of that. that's show. on hulu isn't it yep it's on hulu
0: yeah go to hulu screw netflix <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> What's our sponsor this week? Oh, it's Netflix. <laughs>
1: <laughs> delete, 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 delete.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, Mowgli, what do you guys think about it? Up next, we're going to be having an open discussion. Open concussion.
1: Open. open.
0: <laughs> my word why would you say that um i guess you know first off like what what was your discussion i have a topic down you don't have a topic down.
1: yeah what's your most disappointing game of the year just Dis- oh
0: <laughs> i was actually gonna make a video about this so now you've already screwed up another thing for me thanks
1: no you can have an actual like no <laughs> just,
0: no i can yeah. have a different YouTuber. don't worry about it no my biggest disappointment of the year um I think, uh, 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 Shazam! Um, no, my biggest disappointment of the year is probably Earthfall. Do you remember that one?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So that was Left for Dead, but aliens. At least, obviously, that's what they marketed themselves as. That is kind of what it is, but in so many ways, it's not. It's not even close. It is, and I mean, let me be one hundred percent clear because most of people who are listening probably already know this, but just in case, we got a couple newbers in here. I play on the PlayStation. I don't have a PC strong enough to play Earthfall, so my experience in it is fucking horrible. And my experience is, it is a bad version of it I don't know if this happens on the PC version but just the graphics are horrible absolutely horrible and a super annoying thing and this is this is the fanboy in me I'm gonna completely admit to that this is the fanboy in me talking but when a little notification comes up in the top right hand corner of my PlayStation but it's a notification that looks like the Xbox version of it you Oh, that's bad optimization. You. It was it's it's something as simple as, you know, you are connected online. But it's it's a green thing. It's not blue, it's green. And it's like that little bit just like triggers me every time I've already deleted it. Like I officially deleted it I think last week or something. And I've been keeping it on because it's like I've always tried to get my wife to play it. Um because like that's the only way you can play that game is with somebody else. Playing by yourself is just meh. Oh, I mean, obviously, just like any other game, you have bots. They don't do the objectives. Well, and even so, still,
1: Left 4 Dead was fun to play by yourself.
0: True. I could totally agree to that. That's a very good point. Because there wasn't... Even though there were things that you need to do, like pick this up, take it over here. Even though there was things like that, the the other characters were competent enough to... And I mean, if I put the bots up to like the highest... um difficulty which or i mean i get highest ai then they're like one-shotting every alien and that's no fun so like i don't know it what what disappoints me the most about it is the fact that i was expecting something like left for dead but now we're aliens and it it just wasn't you know um even Vermintide, which is more of a hack and slash that happens to have projectiles, even that is a 10 times better game than this. Uh, and I would argue that this is the most Left 4 Dead-esque game <laughs> because it actually has guns, whereas Vermintide is melee focused with bow and arrows and, you know, a couple of guns and stuff. But, but you know, you really, only, you really have to... Treat your ammo a little bit more sparsely in Vermintide because it's definitely more melee focused um but earthfall yeah it's just it's just so disappointing because everything that i w- I've watched live streams of it I've watched you know hour long videos of it, and I'm like, this looks awesome this is great, oh my God, this is left for dead, but with you know, with aliens. I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. I was so excited about it. I got it. And it just wasn't. It's just not. And I think one of the main one of the main things that no other no other um game has gotten is the um the feel of the quote unquote story. Because I mean it's it's a very loose story in Left for Dead. But the feel of the story. And basically each um each level that you play is pretty much like a movie. There's three acts to the movie. And so each one has their own, you know, like crescendo and everything. Um, And then obviously the very end of the level is the biggest crescendo and it's the biggest climax. Um, And no other left for dead, whether we're talking about payday, Vermintide, they completely ignore that part of the, of the game. And so no longer like instead of having um, a big map where there's three segments of it, which is how you, I would describe a Left 4 Dead you know, level, instead of it being a big map where there are three segments, each segment is its own level. So then you have to like get out of the game just to go back to the new area. Vermintide at least had somewhat of a coherent story throughout the whole thing. But it was still you had one mission which could last like maybe five minutes and then you went to a, the next mission. And I would argue that each mission was pro- would ta- probably take you just as long as each segment in Left 4 Dead, if that makes sense. So you could do three segments of Vermintide in a row and you would play one level from Left 4 Dead.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Like Payday is a good example, too. The only reason I play Payday uh, or I <clears throat> played Payday in the past was just like to do a heist thing with friends. That's yeah. all it was. But you yeah. have Left 4 Dead. Even though there's not a a there's there is a story but it's not a heavy story in yes. Left 4 Dead. There's moments you remember like in Left 4 Dead 2. I s- distinctly still remember Having to talk to that guy in the gun shop, I had to go yep. grab him Cola from the store and bring it back to him <laughs> in the box. yeah you know you, you remember throwing all of the like gas canisters from the top floors of the mall mm-hmm. down to the ground so you could f- Definitely. fuel up the car and you know evil can not evil can saw uh, Dukes of Hazard style just bust out of the building you know there's, yep. there's moments that you remember oh, the rock concert. The rock concert—that was one of my favorite moments, yeah. like fa- like big climax moments, because you're fighting hordes of zombies on a stage with pyrotechnics and waiting for the helicopter to get there. And yeah, there's stuff that you remember, but you can honestly say that there are things about Earth like there—you really don't really remember anything about Earthfall. Would you say?
0: I mean, the thing is, I just didn't get that far in it because I didn't want to play it by myself. It, but nothing unlike, was memorable from what you uh, played. Yeah, I mean, I would have played maybe four to five, you know. Little missions, and I mean that is that is the biggest difference between you know payday vermintide is the fact that they aren't they're loosely stringed together just like left for dead is stringed together, but at least each one like the hospital is probably one of my favorite ones. You know, first the first act you're just getting through the town, second act you're getting through like a more industrial area, and then the third act is the hospital. But obviously at the end of the second act, you're getting to the hospital. And then the third act is you fighting your way up the hospital. So the, the whole, I want to say mercy. It's like something mercy. That's the title, of it, but it's basically a in movie. one. Yeah. And left for dead one, it's something mercy, but that's the movie. It is a movie. Whereas then if you look at it on the same Richter scale, you know, what they're focusing on is just a mission. No mercy. No mercy. Thank you. So that's what they're focusing on is just a mission. So even though their missions feel similar to a segment from like, even down to like getting gas and fueling up a car and, you know, holding down an area, even those, those feel similar to a segment of left for dead. It doesn't put it together in a, in the same three-act structure, which makes Left 4 Dead so freaking awesome. You can do one, like, two-hour stretch, and you played one movie, essentially, of a zombie flick. And I just, that's one thing no game has gotten right. And this game is, uh, here's another horrible thing about it, and then we can get to your biggest disappointment. Here's another horrible thing about it. Um, it's now three or four months after it released, and they just now added progression. Ooh. Right? Ooh. That's How freaking... Like, Payday had progression from the beginning. That's the point of going through the missions over and over and over and over again is to progress. Vermintide in my opinion has the best progression because it has like a Diablo esque, um, loot system where you have, you know, you have your whites, your greens, blues, purples, and oranges. So it has a loot system, but in a left for dead world. And so, and then you even have like daily challenges. And from those daily challenges, you get like, different color ores you use those ores to upgrade your weapons and stuff so like that has the best progression in my opinion and then this one doesn't even put its progression in until months later and the progression it does have is just these perks these are the type of perks that like you get in a zombie uh, black ops zombies like what the fuck (laughs) that's
1: not good not good at
0: all yeah so yeah that is definitely my biggest disappointment what would you say yours is i think mine without a reasonable doubt at all is going to be far cry 5
1: far cry 5 wow wow really yep out of everything i've played in 2018 which to be fair isn't a whole lot right but from what i've played Far Cry 5 is my most disappointing game of 2018 so far.
0: Yeah. I mean, now would you would you blame that 100% on the story or was it a whole package kind of thing? I think it's an expectation thing. Okay.
1: Because I I, you know, loved Far Cry 3, loved Far Cry 4. Really liked Primal. Going into 5, I'm like, "Oh, I'm ready for that another Far Cry moment, like you know when three came out. I played it, played it nonstop, loved the entire experience of it. Get into Far Cry Five was definitely a slow burn. I still really, really enjoyed it, but just the ending of it, kind of, it didn't ruin the whole experience, but it kind of did. Yeah,
0: you know, no, it's definitely. just. Like I, I know that that's why I asked the question about the story because I mean I could could I can agree with it as far as like the story goes.
1: Well, I think I think at launch the like the game the package as a whole probably would be an answer just because you know um, although the multiplayer was fun and the Far Cry Arcade was fun it was still broken. Yeah, like they okay. were having to fix yeah. it, and like I, now, you
0: not being able to play your own damn map. Unless you have six players that you, ha- that's f-ing yep. ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Well, also, like, and I will say that I really enjoyed their DLC, like coming straight off of Far Cry Five and going into, gotcha, okay, the Vietnam one. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Into oh, Darkness. Into the Into Darkness. Hearts yeah. of Darkness. Heart. Something. Path of Darkness. Something like. anyway, anyway the Vietnam one. The Vietnam one was great. The Vietnam one immediately was what I wanted out of the newest Far Cry game because it felt like Far Cry. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. the map was different i loved the the cho- the choices they made for this one for you know for the dlc and then the mission of mars was really good I, I actually never played the zombies one so i'm kind of curious how that one uh netted out but just there was a lot <clears throat> to five that i just didn't care for i liked hmm. some of the new things that they added but also at the same time didn't you know i i i like choose your own adventure stuff I just didn't like it in five. I don't feel like it worked well in five. Yeah. I didn't really like the story. Mm. I, th- I think the story, like, Jacob, I've said before, is my favorite part of the story. It's my favorite, like, segment. But there just wasn't a cohesive story there for me to to enjoy. And then yeah. to top it all off, the literally no matter what choice you made, nothing mattered at the end is kind of a yeah. slap in the face. You know, yeah. because at least with three, you had the choice of, I could either, like, Leave and go with my friends that I've been trying to save the entire game, or I can kill my friends. This hot warrior chick, she kill me so we can make a baby, and it be and that be the ending. Which that was the ending I chose. The second playthrough, <laughs> uh, and then in in four you you had the whole you know pick pick your own adventure kind of thing. You had to decide which you had to figure out who you wanted to decide with the brother or the sister.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I feel like both of those choices mattered whichever one you chose because you got a different outcome yes i can agree. yeah whereas this one spoiler for a game that came out in february you pick the one where you kill joseph and the entire world in oh sorry you don't kill joseph yeah
0: that's the worst part you don't kill him
1: yeah you cause the apocalypse basically cause all the nukes to go off Mm. and you're locked with him in a bunker or you walk away and then, oh, only you plays, and then I black out and I kill my friends. I mean, it's yeah. Either I've way, never, your friends die. I have never had an experience in a Far Cry game where, when that happened, both story-wise and my enjoyment, I was like, I've got no reason to go back to it. Right. And I've yeah. and I've platinumed or almost platinumed every single Far Cry game except for Primal. So I was planning on doing that with Five. Yeah. But just when the, when the nukes went off, I was like. I don't care. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going back. But but I'll, but it, it's kind of hard to compare it to Spider Man and God of War at the same time. Yeah. So that's it's kind of unfair for me to say it's my biggest disappointment. But I also think it's fair because I do have valid criticisms about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, like, yeah. I'm definitely not as harsh on you. The story was the biggest deterrent for me. Um, but I will. I will. Um, what's the word? I will compare it. To how I felt about uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, in that a lot of the ideas I saw from this um, is going to make the series better, Mm -hmm. but there was a lot about it that was unnecessary, (laughs) (laughs) i.e. the story like i didn't need to go through that story to have all these cool mechanics like being able to somebody's just talking about something and that's when it shows up on your map rather than buying a map and that's what shows up on your map as a map map like that was really cool and i like the more organic feeling of it and it's like that is the that is the bar and far cry always needs to meet that bar from now on I want to. I want it to feel like an organic world. I want it to feel like it's a lived-in world. Um, but I also like
1: the companions. The companions yes. feature.
0: I liked that. Was really cool. I enjoyed
1: that because the NPCs actually did something.
0: They actually worked. Definitely, definitely, yeah. But I, I, I think I am less harsh on it, even though I, I completely agree with everything you say. I think I'm just less harsh on it because, like, as much as I was excited for Far Cry Five. Like, I was more so for Earth, <laughs> Earth, or Earthfall. So it's like, I y- Far Cry is your Earthfall, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, I think what also has a lot to do with that, and I know you can agree with this because we've talked about this before, we were so excited for Far Cry 5 to come out. We started a podcast about it. Right. Yeah. And then we ended it, you know, when we finished <laughs> the game, but we ended it on a bad note. We're like, Yeah, you know, and so that kind of, that has a lot of negative thoughts in my mind as well because of that experience, you know
0: what I mean? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if we could go back in time and be like, oh, well, we're not going to, I mean, I think other than just enjoying the game, one of the main reasons was because of the arcade and we're like, oh, this is going to create fun for years to come, and that's why I feel like it deserves its own podcast. Like, the same reason I... I did one for like Fortnite. I believed in it and I'm like, okay, let's do this. And so I made a Fortnite podcast and that stopped for, you know, many a multitude of other reasons, but yeah, this one just straight up stopped because it's like, uh... yeah, if it,
1: it, and it was at the same time of like the arcade didn't work. Like Mm -hmm. I was super excited for us to do top tens and to do the other stuff that we were talking about, but it was so difficult to do them because it didn't make it easy for us to do them, you know what I mean? Yeah, I had definitely. to I had to go search for something or jump into a public match to play a map that I found, whereas mm-hmm. I could have just went into a private match by myself and walked through the map, you know what I mean? And yeah. don't get me wrong, the the creations that were made with the map editor were really cool. I mean, I remember the last of us level that I played with the angels, oh, yeah. for the zombies. Yep. That was great. And there was a lot of really good content in there, but just it,
0: I don't know. No, I'm just like disappointed. I feel you. I feel you <laughs> deep inside me. Well, I don't know about that. I feel it. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that's our biggest disappointment. What's yours? That's a good one. <laughs> uh, well, my topic of the day is actually going to be um, double movies, and that's this weird phenomena. But I don't know. Um, that hollywood i don't honestly what how do you think this happens they'll put out a month a movie like olympus has fallen and in the same year within months sometimes even weeks of each other they put white house down like how does this happen i think it happens because i
1: think there is a script that's that's brought to execs or there's a script that's brought to everyone and they're like, I like that idea. I, I think it comes to like, you know, here's this idea. Okay, but cool. I think
0: it would be better with Channing Tatum. <laughs> I think it would be better with Channing Tatum. So I
1: think it's just like a, a, a difference of, of like a creative difference kind of things. Like I think I could do it this way. Oh, I can do it this way. You know, yeah, I think it, but you to be, do but it's, you could go with that. But I, it's something I don't know because this has, this has happened. I'm on a, I'm on a list of twin films. Okay. And this goes back as far back as 1938. To, oh, Jesus you know so I didn't scrolling, think it was that far yeah so scrolling back up now there's some on here that I don't necessarily agree with like there's one that was like Rambo First Blood Part 2
0: came out in 85 and then Commando
1: came out in 85 as well I don't uh, maybe
0: I could see I could see I mean cuz you have Stallone and then but I would argue that like anything from Stallone and anything from Arnold Schwarzenegger are very similar so yeah I I don't know if that counts
1: we also have like this one. I could I could see you have weird science and real genius, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like I think as time like closer to now, it's gotten much more apparent and much more worse. Yeah. Coming to let's see, what's the first? Let's one see,
0: though? Paul Blart Mall Cop and observe and report. Yep, that's a yep, that's a good one.
1: Um, let's see. Let's get out of the nineties. Let's go to yes, get oh, out oh. of the nineties. Fuck I think the nineties. I think this is the. I think this is the perfect starting point. Ants and a Bug's Life.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Our, Deep Impact, Armageddon. What was the years for those? Was that the same year, or was it like same one year. right after?
1: Same. Year? Actually, both Ants and a Bug's Life and Deep Impact, and Armageddon were all in ninety
0: eight. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's the phenomenon that I'm talking about. How it would be one thing if like a a really good example is 2016 uh the Disney's Jungle Book live action came out. Now 2018 so we're talking 2 years after is when the Mowgli story is coming or I guess it's just called Mowgli. I got confused because there's another live action that's actually called Mowgli story. So anyways. So but that's 2 years. You could argue even though the the production of it probably started way, way back, but you could argue that part of the reason why Mowgli is being made is in response to the Jungle Book. Whereas there's sometimes, like, um, A Bug's Life and Ant Man. Ants. <laughs> what was it called? Ants. ants. Oh, just ants. That's right. Just ants.
1: <laughs> just ants. It'll be okay. <laughs>
0: And then uh, Armageddon and Deep Impact, these happen sometimes, like I said, within months of each other. So it definitely makes you wonder, um, you kind of touched on it, like... Is a script just like thrown everywhere? Because obviously, you want to try. You don't want to just go. Oh well, this is a this is a movie that clearly Lionsgate would want to make. So I'm just gonna only show it to Lionsgate. No, you want to show it to Lionsgate, Universal, Paramount, uh, Columbia. You know, you want to show it to everyone so you have more of a chance. So then, is the reason we have two of them come out at the same time is because? Um. let's say Universal sees it and they're like, oh, I joked about it before, but oh, this would look better with Channing Tatum. And so then they flip it around a bit. They're like, oh, you know who would make a good, you know, Obama, Jamie Foxx.
1: I think there's a, there's a difference here, too. I think there's a difference in a same story, but being told by two different people. And I think that that's okay, because I'm interested in that, but I think there's a difference. A prime example being Olympus' Fall in a White House Down, uh-huh. where it's a similar premise, but yes, with a different absolutely. take. So, like, like a good one would be Hercules. You had the rock version of Hercules, <laughs> and then yeah. you had the one with the big dude from Twilight. Yeah, the Twilight the, guy. The Twilight guy. And so, that's the same. St- and also, uh, Steve Jobs. The multiple Steve Jobs movies that came out, the one with Ashton Kutcher yeah, the, and then the more the Michael Ashton Fassbender. Quartier. So... That one I feel like I I agree with or I understand more because it's like let me get these different directors' takes on this one story. But whereas you've got like like I think another one was uh, I would oblivion argue, and after earth.
0: Oh okay yeah. yeah, I would argue that like Olympus has fallen, White House down are so similar that it's confusing.
1: That's what I that's kind of what I'm getting
0: at. Oh, that, sorry. I thought you meant that they were just similar premises, but they were different enough. Okay, sorry. No,
1: no, yeah. So I agree with the like Steve Jobs and Hercules. Like let's have a couple different versions to see which one we like and a couple different versions of Steve Jobs and see which one we like. But you have movies like Oblivion and After Earth and Olympus Has Fallen and White House Down that are so similar that it's like, well, what's the difference in between the two? I have more leniency with the first Mm. example i gave gotcha, gotcha. with the latter well, like for example Olympus has fallen is a so much better movie than White House Down oh god yeah i'm just going to say it right now yeah. cuz it's got Gerard Butler in it but it's also a way better action movie
0: yeah i mean like white house down i mean they kind of both went for cheesy 90 um action but olympus has fallen took the extra step to make it r and therefore made it like fully 90s or fully 80s for that matter if you think about it yeah, just the they, gore and stuff.
1: Yeah, there was another one that was like
0: um, I, I had it. Oh,
1: um, Sky High and Zoom.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I
1: never compared the two. I love both of those, and I, I can't compare them just because like I love both of them. But those came out like one came out a year after the other.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and see, funnily enough, aren't they both Disney?
1: Mm, I don't think
0: so. I don't think Zoom mm. is
1: Disney. Oh, okay. I just see
0: Tim Allen and I'm just like, nope, that's Disney, obviously. (laughs) I don't think
1: it's... Who did that?
0: I mean, what movie isn't Disney in one way or another? They control everything. They're controlling even the sports that we watch. Columbia Pictures. Right, right. It wasn't
1: Disney, so yeah. Yeah. Now, now Wikipedia's want me to log in. Like, what the fuck? Damn it, Wicca!
0: (laughs) Wicca what?
1: Oh, also another one, The Prestige and the Illusionist. Oh, yeah,
0: right? Oh, yeah. Wow. And see, that one would be the same thing where it's like you could confuse, you could confuse somebody by saying, oh, yeah, when Edward Norton played that one, uh, you know, magic movie with uh, Christian Bale. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, man. But oh, yeah, it I, is. A, I, find, it is a weird- I
1: find that they one thing they have on this list: Batman vs Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Civil War as twin movies. I don't. Uh, I don't think that's comparable. No, <laughs> I really don't.
0: I mean, I mean, I. Yeah, I don't know. They also I have mean,
1: Venom and Upgrade on here, so the cre- so the, the the credibility on this list is really starting to go down. <laughs>
0: I did like Upgrade though. Upgrade I, did, I,
1: I, really, I really want to see Upgrade. Yeah. Venom was so interesting. Much. No, I like, <laughs> no, here's the thing I liked Venom when we got out of the movie theater. Both me and my wife were like, that was really entertaining. But as we're going to explain it to other people, we're like, yeah, it had some flaws. Oh, wait, there are more flaws than we thought. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> this movie really doesn't make any sense. But there was a lot to it that I, I surprised it. Like the little, little tangent. One of my biggest uh-oh moments was when I read that... When you pooped re- yourself? <laughs> no, when there was a review for Venom that the only... It seems like the only people who don't understand that this is a serious movie is Tom Hardy and Venom. It's <clears throat> Bro- Eddie Brock and Venom. And I was like, oh, that's not good. But watching it, I was like, oh, I really enjoy this humor.
0: Yeah. So. The funny thing about... Upgrade versus Venom is that the upgrade They both the... look like Tom Hardy. <laughs> both Yeah, it's the discount of Tom Hardy. <laughs> but it's by Bloom house isn't it
1: it is. Um yes. and also like I think the thing that's that's really makes me want to see upgrade, apart from the humor, is um the cinematography. So the cinematography good. looks so
0: phenomenal. Oh my god. Like the way they do their like steady cam because he's not controlling his body Um, when I watched it in the trailer, I was wondering, is this going to get annoying? But in the context of the movie, it makes perfect sense because the only time that happens is when he's not in control of his body. So it's just like, it's just like, it's a, it's a character in the movie, so to speak. It's just the way it moves. He's not in, in, in control of it so just oh god i just i loved it It so there's actually
1: there's actually a breakdown about why all of these movies are twins Oh so for that one it says both are films about intelligent symbiotes which are attached to and talk to their human host giving the human enhanced powers and abilities but gradually taking control of the host respective stars logan marshall green and tom hardy are also noted to be physically similar
0: (laughs) (laughs) just a way (laughs) at all but
1: oh uh, quick question from one to ten, how graphic is upgrade, uh, cause I saw the red band trailer so when... ten
0: being ten being like saw or ten being give me a give me a gauge,
1: one being did you see Happy Death Day? No, that's a really good one. You should check that out. Mm-hmm. um, one being thriller, thriller level of gore. <clears throat> 10 being
0: what's is something worse than saw i don't know see because i would i would say some of the deaths are pretty saw-esque but saw I, saw I would say saw is definitely a 10 because that's all it's about is the deaths well, whereas there's one. actual characterization in upgrade so i'd say an eight or a nine because i saw
1: one death in the red band trailer for upgrade it, right it's one of the first where he ones does where the, he knife. the knife and he's like
0: and like basically like splits his jaw yeah so I was like, "Oof,
1: that was a little rough."
0: Yeah, here's a couple more like that. I would say that's probably one of the more creative ones, but yeah, it gets pretty good. What's up? I up? feel. What's up? Um, okay, if you go, Daddy's almost done. He's really, really close. I just got to wrap up. Okay. Okay. It's almost Christmas. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Okay, almost. <laughs> Honey, why don't you go out there? Daddy will be right there. Okay, okay. You need your pot. Okay, you need to come in here just for your pot. Close the door. Speaking Thank of four twenty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Anyway. So you would think
1: that there would be a Robin Hood movie on this list because I feel like there were some comparable no shit, right Robin Hood movies that were back to back,
0: right. Other than maybe Men and the Kevin Costner one. I think those are the only ones that were really, really close together.
1: No, I'm thinking of the Kurt, Ru- not Kurt Russell. I'm thinking of the... Rihu. What was his name? Oh my God, what is his name?
0: What is... It? What's his name? Tell me the name.
1: <laughs> I, I'm going to feel... The Gladiator.
0: The Gladiator? Oh, you mean... uh, You mean... uh. Oh, why did you do this to me? What I know, right, to? Russell Crowe.
1: Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Crow! I feel like I feel like Russell. Crow, <laughs> I feel like Russell Crowe's Robin Hood came out with another Robin Hood.
0: You know, yeah, I know. I think the thing is that Russell Crowe's Robin Hood came out at the same time that they were also trying other like realistic quote unquote. Oh, Arthur. Like I'd say, okay. Arthur and Robin Hood are similar because they're their looks at historical figures but in a more quote-unquote serious way or whatever did you like russell crowe's robin hood i really liked it i hated every minute of it really did you it was just so long and it just feel like and now that i know the story behind it because there was a lot of behind the scenes things and they had to cut a lot out like apparently like the actual cut of it is more like five or six hours long and i'm like oh that actually probably would have made a better movie. <laughs> like if it would have been more like of a, a Lawrence of you know, Arabia
1: kind of thing. Huh? Like a Lawrence of Arabia kind of thing.
0: Well, I mean, it just, it was clear that there was some things clad out and there was just, I'm like, who's this? Oh, okay. Uh, and then, I mean, a lot of people's problem with it is the fact that he's not really Robin hood until the very end, which I get it, it's an origin, whatever, but still it's just like, uh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really like it. Cause I just don't feel like it was necessary. Like, I don't know, I just feel like there was enough Robin Hoods and that one had the had the added, you know, messed upness of the fact that just how messed up the uh this just getting it made was. It's like they really should have just, you know, cut and run.
1: Yeah. Well, I really do I think that I think that this new Terran Egerton, Egerton Robin Hood is probably gonna
0: be out there to be one of the better
1: ones. Hopefully. Hopefully.
0: I mean it at least looks fun while also being it, it looks, looks like s- just a fun blockbuster which is looks necessarily like a, less a bad thing
1: Guy Ritchie version of King Arthur,
0: the most recent one that came yeah. Out. yeah. like
1: it's got tones of it but it looks like it's not going that full weird Guy Ritchie direction.
0: Yeah, that's a good point I agree with that point
1: I'm full of them sometimes I'm also yeah. full of it most of the time
0: Yeah, full of it Alright um, show that is uh, the show, but first off, we've been kind of out of the, out of the lately because like, it was just one thing after another. So let's not get into that, but We haven't been doing like our comic books and uh, our comic book of the week and stuff like that. So we're getting, we're trying to get back into that with our random movie of the week. So the random movie of the week is where we choose one at random, obviously. (laughs) We choose one at random and then, um, and then we watch it, and so then we're gonna review it or talk about it on the next episode. You can also join in the discussion if you go to TX3 Productions on Twitter or Threat X3 Productions on uh, Facebook or anything. You can join in that. We also have a Discord and we have a page dedicated to that, so you can go there. Um, so usually we have three people. So I have, you know, one person choose a random number, then the next person choose a random number, but. Through the power of the internet, I have a random number generator. So I'll still have Nate choose a couple of numbers, but then for the one where we usually have somebody else choose a number, I'll just have the random ge- generator do it. So Nate, red or green? Let's go blood red. Okay, so that's Hulu. Damn I tricked it. you! <laughs> All right, so now we're on movies. All right, we're gonna do random generator. What number do you choose? Nine or or no? no means no remember that one <laughs> does two, it three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh thank God we went past the documentaries. <laughs> Because number eight was documentaries. Okay, critically acclaimed. All right, Mr. Nate, what is your random number? Let's go four. Four. One, two, three. And number four is Amelia. Okay. I've seen this. I know of it, I think, but I've never actually seen it. It's a good old two-hour movie. Good job, Nate. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait. Hold on. What? Amelia,
1: it shows to be an HBO add-on. Oh, is it?
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Then pick. Oh, wow. Why let's go do let's, that? That's stupid. Let's go six. Okay. So then that brings it to Pleasantville. Okay. That's not horrible. I've just already seen it. This has Fuck, gone. This is this has gone way down so down. bad. <laughs> I mean, it is random, right? I mean, should it matter that we've seen it before?
1: I don't know because I've seen Pleasantville too. <laughs> I remember they I made a, like, a second one. Really no, I've seen Pleasantville. I've <laughs> seen Pleasantville as well. You know, you have a problem with twos. I can't tell you how many times I've either seen on the iTunes or on YouTube where you're trying to say two and it's T O and it just goes oh <laughs> you have a problem with twos buddy no i've seen pleasantville
0: as well okay um i mean let's just stick with it because i'm sick of doing this <laughs> yeah
1: and there's probably a lot of people who haven't seen it so
0: yeah that's a good point point. and it's a really good movie yeah well don't say it yet you're giving
1: it away <laughs> it's it's i don't know if it's a good movie or not because it's been 10 years since i've Twelve years. I don't. And I,
0: honestly, that might be the cool thing is that we'll be watching it again. I As mean, this, let's see really fast. So this is a 1998 movie. It's officially been 20 years since this movie's been out. So who knows? Maybe Toby Maguire used to be good at acting.
1: God, I f- hope so. <laughs> God, I hope so.
0: <laughs> oh man, this was the this was the prequel to uh, Spider Man, <laughs> the Rammy the Rammy trilogy. All right. So uh, Pleasantville is the rando movie of the week. Um, so you can find that on Hulu if you have it. Um, it's two hours long. So prepare for that. But, uh, you know, we'll we'll give our impressions on that. Also, if you'd like to give your impressions and maybe like fan theories, because I know there's some of those out there. Um, I'd like to talk about that. So that's our rando movie of the week. And next week we will talk about that. So thank you so much for joining us for this Nerd to the Third Thank you, uh, duh. Jessica, I want to say. I thought it was douchebag. Right. All right, and thank you for joining us for Nerd to the Third, where you can always talk nerdy to me. Yeah, I am with, I'm playing with Play-Doh. You're playing with Play Doh? Yeah. All right, you go have fun, kiddo. Can you shut my damn door? What was your discussion? I have a topic down. You don't have a topic down. So, a needle pulling thread. Me, a name. I call myself. For a long, long way to run. What would...
1: You say, "What would you do?" <laughs> <laughs> as of right, as of right now, because I have a discussion that I want to talk about, but I'd rather talk about it when someone
0: else is here. Okay, so I'm not good enough for you.
1: Okay, okay. Well, I'll just, oh, f-
0: it, I'll just do it. Yeah, uh, just f- can do it. All right. What'd you say to me? Go to work, you jackass. Let's not get paid. Oh. oh. <laughs> Wasn't that great? Oh, it's 420. Everybody, toke up.
1: Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Oh, it's 520 here.
0: (laughs) Mountain time. Woohoo. Rocky Mountain. That's the weird one. And that's the sure way the cookie crumbles. So X three reacts is where we react. You know, it's this brand new thing I just invented, where we react to something. Oh,
1: it's a good thing nobody has a copyright on
0: react, right? <laughs> that worked better last time. Coach like really went into it. Thanks, he really Coach. did. That was that was good. I really <laughs> that was that. genuinely funny. <laughs> um, okay. That's what you'd get for trying to catch lightning in a bottle twice. Yeah, get up. You get shrunk. <laughs>